0: Go Your Own Way is brought to you by OverMental.com, the media culture hive mind. Enjoy the adventure. Hey listeners, you are listening, as you always do, to a podcast. And this podcast is called Go Your Own Way, which we always do. This is one of your three hosts, Peter, and we actually have all three hosts here today. Which Ooh. Is called- Yay. crazy. You two can introduce yourselves because you're adults.
1: Uh, I need an adult. <laughs> I'm Jen.
0: And I am Eric. Yay. Yay. Yay! So, those of you who listened last week uh, would know that we read through a story called The Mona Lisa is Missing by Ramsey Montgomery. And that is Choose Your Own Adventure number seventy six. It's an actual book, which we don't do too often on the show, but we like to do it sometimes. So we actually did reach, I think, two different endings, Eric. Yeah, Does that we did sound two correct. Different endings, I think, um, but because this book is so thick, and like I can see that there's like a lot of different directions that this could go that we didn't even touch on, uh, we felt it was appropriate to spend an episode kind of going through different roots of the story and seeing where else we end up and now we have jen here so hopefully we can uh have some better luck
2: hijinks right lisa. actually
0: that's right maybe
2: we can actually catch the mona lisa god damn it
0: yeah that's true we didn't we didn't what? actually
2: uh
1: the get mona it, uh, lisa was missing and you guys didn't get it back
2: i mean the one time the cops got it but that felt sort of
0: hollow
1: yeah BS yes.
0: yeah both times we came close and we found smugglers but then it was like neither time spoilers if you didn't listen to the last episode neither time Uh, you know we, we found the actual Mona Lisa so we're hoping to do it tonight if we don't then well you listeners can uh, go buy the book yourself and find the real ending
1: because <laughs> clearly we suck clearly,
2: clearly. yes well, we're hoping that you're going to uh, bring us up to snuff here, Jen.
1: I'll do my best.
0: So to give you listeners a refresher on where we're at, um, basically the Mona Lisa was stolen. Uh, the police were going to call in an American specialist to help with the case. Um, there's the the French FBI or CIA uh, called the Surete or something, but we just call it a safety. <laughs> so if if we ever refer to the safety, that's what it is basically. Um, I think we're a kid or a young adult or something in America who was going to take a trip to France to see the Mona Lisa, and that was literally the only reason we were going to France for some reason. Because
1: uh, we're we found obsessed.
0: out yes, we found that uh we found out that it was uh, stolen, but luckily we have a. Uh, some kind of side interest in art theft, <laughs> and then for some reason we get called to be the American who helps save the day. So, uh, what else happened? We also have our our uh, stereotypical French friend named Pierre, who was helping us out. He was working. If he was working with us, at least in the the options that we chose, maybe that should be something different. We should do this time. Um or maybe we I don't I don't really know where we should go differently this week. Eric, do you have any ideas since you were here? Um,
2: I'm kind of thinking the first departure it would make sense to work with the cops instead of our friend Pierre. I don't know if we want to avoid meeting with Pierre completely or meet with Pierre and yeah. then go to the cops.
1: I bet Pierre took it.
0: <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, well, yeah, you're right. Uh, but remember, um, like, our first decision was, what well, do we meet with him first, or do we go to the safety lady, even though she postponed our meeting?
2: Well, she wants to meet earlier.
0: Oh, that's what it was, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, I mean... Do you think that
0: would make a difference?
2: Yeah, I think that'll make a difference. Because... When Pierre tells us that they're going to try and smuggle it out on a boat and then that sort of informs our decisions for the rest of the mm. thing. So if we don't talk to him um, and just go like straight to the cops, they might have a completely different set of information for us to work
0: with. That sounds like a good idea. Sounds good. Uh, Okay, so I guess we will go meet with Madame Delavoye immediately, even though she wanted to meet at an earlier time. Uh, Rude. But yeah, let's do that. (laughs) You write a note to Pierre telling him about the important meeting with the safety, then you leave his apartment. At the safety office, you're ushered straight to Madame Delavoye. Welcome, my young American friend, she greets you. I hope you can help us. Thank you you reply I think I've already got a lead You ask Madame Delavoye if someone could be sent to get Pierre he may, be able, he may be able to help us Of course anything she responds See in the other option she hated him Because we went to go see him first And we made her wait
1: Oh but We now get she... the cops on our side That mm. they, they won't be dicks
2: Right That's true All they ask is for unquestioning obedience. Is that so much?
0: Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Pierre arrives soon. He looks impressed at having been sent for by such a highly renowned agency. And there's an illustration of us sitting at Madame Delavoye's desk. And she has a black leather chair and short hair. And she's looking at Pierre, who's peeking creepily around the corner into the office. <laughs> Introductions are made, and Pierre tells you and Madame Delvois that he's learned a shipment of stolen art is leaving Paris for London tomorrow. Dun, Madame dun, Delvoix, dun. Madame, <laughs> Madame Delvoix frowns. We have learned that the painting is being taken to Vienna, Austria, she says. Do you want Pierre and me to go to Austria, you ask? Yes, and in the meantime, we'll have a couple of other agents look into the London shipment. There are two routes to choose from. You can travel to Italy and then through the Swiss Alps. This is the route that we believe the thieves will take. If you take this route, you must dress the part. Skis, hiking boots, you must look like uh, authentic young tourists. Uh, It is possible you may track down the thieves, but it could be dangerous. However, if you go straight through West Germany, you'll arrive in Vienna. (laughs) (laughs) If you go through West Germany, you'll run into a Katie. Uh, You'll arrive in Vienna before they do, and we will advise the authorities there to expect your arrival. In any case, your cover is that of young students. (laughs) So, we can take the Italian route through the Swiss Alps. Or the, German, the West German route through West Germany.
1: <laughs> hmm. I mean, mm. how, how good are we at
0: combat? That's a good question.
2: So far, we've been pretty good at getting random people to trust us for no reason at all
1: so That's we can true. get the thieves to trust us and then take the painting back
0: well in one of the previous things that happened shut up kitty the cat requires your attention all day No, actually not all day cuz she's sleeping all day we gains the trust of <laughs> 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 We can I mean, the one thing about going uh, through the Swiss Alps way is that we might catch them en route and then get their trust and maybe, I don't know, it, it worked last time. Um, either that or we can just kind of be there waiting for them when they get to Vienna. I don't really know which is better.
2: I'm sort of in favor of trying to take the same route and attempting to become their travel companions in some way, but...
1: I'm down with that. Let's try some heroics.
2: Yeah! Okay.
1: We are 007, or whatever.
0: Okay, you and Pierre travel by train to Milan, Italy, and then to Zurich through the Swiss Alps. It feels like the longest train ride of your life. Look at those mountains, you exclaim to Pierre as they fly past your window... They're beautiful. I love the sight of snow on them. There is glacier skiing high up in the mountains all year round, Pierre tells you. This is a great conversation. (laughs) (laughs) As you watch a group of boarding passengers load skis onto the train's overhead racks, you spot a man carrying two long tubes just the right size to contain rolled up paintings. When the porter asks if he wants to store his packages overhead, he shakes his head. He could be our man, Pierre, you whisper. Let's follow him, Pierre whispers back. And uh, we have an illustration of us and Pierre looking out the window, and there's three really creepy-looking guys basically standing right outside the window staring in. (laughs) And they're holding skis. Nice. And two tubes. If you guys were already imagining that, I guess. Mm, (laughs) Uh, Let's see. The train begins to slow down. We are now approaching Brig, Switzerland, announces a conductor. Everyone with skis gets ready to get off. The man carrying the packages also stands up. He puts on his coat. You and Pierre stand up and grab your belongings. The train rolls to a stop, and you follow the man off the train and onto a smaller one en route to Zermatt, home of the Matterhorn. At a stop halfway to Zermatt, the the man suddenly rises and gets off the train. Hurry, follow him! You hiss to Pierre.
2: I've always wanted to hiss to someone, and I never get the chance.
1: You could hiss <laughs> well, to the cat. That's true. <laughs>
0: Go away! All right, you have barely enough time to gather your belongings and jump off the train. The first thing you see is a road sign announcing the distance to Sasfi, a small ski town. You assume that is where the man is headed, so you walk up to him and ask him where to catch the bus to fee And I'm probably butchering the pronunciation of that. Uh, let's see. Just follow me. That is where I'm going, he answers. Um, after a 15 minute wait, a small bus arrives around, and you, Pierre, and the man get on board. The bus eases away, picking up speed on a road that is narrow and hangs the cliffs and hugs the cliffs. Look at that. It must be 300 feet down, you say to Pierre. I'm wondering if this is leading somewhere. (laughs) Right.
1: And off we go.
0: I know, but don't worry. The road is safe as long as we don't go too fast.
2: (laughs) Oh. oh.
0: In Sass Phi, you keep your eyes on the man. You follow him around the town, pretending you're tourists looking for a place to stay. No cars are allowed in the town, and it's relaxing to be away from city traffic. Presently, the man ducks into a small hotel. You spy on him discreetly and realize he's checking in. At Pierre's suggestion, you get a room in the hotel across the street. Pierre, let's get some rest, you say as soon as you're settled. Why don't you take a nap, and I'll stay on watch at the window. I'll wake you in four hours, unless the man leaves his hotel, then you can go on watch.
2: I want to watch you sleep, Pierre. You're so peaceful when you're asleep.
0: That sounds good to me. We have to get accustomed to the altitude, Pierre answers. Your watch is uneventful. After four hours, you gratefully lie down on the bed, but less than an hour later, Pierre wakes you. Hurry, he says. He's leaving his hotel, and he is dressed in climbing gear. He doesn't have the paintings. We can follow him, you suggest, we have our climbing boots, or we could try to get into the hotel and search his room. So, those are our two options. Hmm.
2: Hmm.
1: So, is there any possibility that this guy stashed the paintings in his clothes?
2: Hmm. Seems unlikely.
1: So we should search his hotel room.
2: I think so. That's kind of the way I'm leaning.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm kind of seeing it kind of, it can go either way, but yeah, I think the hotel at least sounds like a safer idea. Because, I mean, we're only pretending to be tourists, we're not mountain climbers.
1: No.
2: And it seems a little difficult to, like, nonchalantly follow someone up a cliff Uh, like you can't like look away and start whistling
1: especially if if it's like the middle of the night
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah okay Uh, let's try to get into his room then 10 minutes later you and Pierre are walking into the hotel across the street at the front desk you stop excuse me sir but what room is my friend staying in he's the one who just went out hiking you tell the clerk (laughs) That sounds really creepy. Mr. Bennett, he is in room 13. Thank you, you say. Did he mention when he was coming back? Yes, perhaps in three hours. Then he is going to Lucerne, the clerk tells you. That's right. We're going to Lucerne together, you turn to Pierre. Come on, you say. We'll come back in three hours. You leave the hotel. Pierre looks completely confused. The desk clerk wouldn't have let us go upstairs, you say. We'll have to sneak up there. You get your chance when a laundry service truck pulls up and the driver begins an argument with the clerk. You and Pierre run inside and up the stairs. The clerk never sees you.
2: Shit I have never done includes telling the clerk at a hotel when I'll be back. Yeah. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Have never done it. Could not think of a reason I
0: would. I can think of one reason. Uh, Here, the the fact that the guy is going out mountain climbing. because um, I know, like, if you're if you're going like hiking or something in a remote area, you're supposed to tell people where you're going. Yeah. So, oh no, that, that could makes sense. be a reason why. But from the author's perspective, I think it was more just a thing of convenience rather than reality. But that's that can be our little theory.
2: Alright. No, I think that's I think that's at least reasonable. Mm, okay. Follow you down that path.
0: Alright. You quickly find room thirteen. I hope a credit card really can't open doors like in the movies, you say to Pierre. Pierre fiddles with the doorknob and credit card. The lock springs open easily. It's cheap European hotels. You walk <laughs> into the room. In one corner, the Mona Lisa is stretched out on the floor in plain view.
1: What?
0: (laughs) Let's grab it, suggests Pierre. We will go right back to Paris. I don't know, you say. Maybe we should go to Lucerne and see if this guy leads us to the other thieves. There must be more than one. We could catch the whole gang. So, what do we do?
1: Um, I mean, our prize is right there. But we also want to catch the guys that did it, right? We don't want to just take the painting.
0: Mm, that's kind of tough. I mean, I, a big part of me just wants to grab the painting and get out of there because.
1: And then we like, could just we keep know he's it. Back like, hours. we don't have to give it back.
0: <laughs> so what do we tell the safety? Oh, uh, we, uh. He got away. away. Sorry. <laughs> And then we sit on the painting for,
2: you know, 15 years until
0: we can find a buyer. To keep posting it on eBay until. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone keeps
2: flagging our Mona Lisa is fraudulent. It's the real Mona Lisa, damn it!
0: Free shipping in the US, come on.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Um. I mean, I feel. Yeah.
2: We, we should go for it. We should get everybody. We should try.
0: That sounds like the danger zone route, Eric. Danger zone! I think we have to go Go to the danger zone. All right. It's a good thing we didn't unpack, he say to Pierre, as you dash across the street to your hotel. We can leave right away and get to Lucerne before Mr. Bennett does. Then we'll watch for him in the train station. Later that afternoon, you and Pierre are in Lucerne waiting the arrival of Bennett. Flight train pulls in and you see him get off and cross the platform to another train. He's carrying a suitcase and, and the two long tubes. Walking beside him is a short man whose head is completely bald. A conductor tells you that their train is bound for Vienna. You buy tickets and still have enough time to call to safety. You are informed that two agents from the Austrian National Police we'll meet you ah i found a typo huh the word the word will is w i l one see even in the real books we are able to find a grammar mistake let us the austrian national police will meet you when you arrive in vienna and will help you to trail bennett hours later after a tiring train ride you walk along the platform a few passengers behind bennett But suddenly, a large group of children cuts through the line of disembarking passengers. And when the crowd thins, there's no sign of Bennett, or of his bald companion. Frantically, you and Pierre race through the station. Finally, you catch a glimpse of Bennett at the ticket counter. You step closer and hear the clerk say, Here is your one-way ticket to Lucerne, sir.
1: He's going back?
0: Hmm. So he already made the trade? Uh Uh-oh. As they were walking through the station.
2: Whoops. God. It was one of the kids.
0: (laughs) It was the children. It's
2: time to arrest a (laughs) kindergartner.
0: Um. Let's see. Lucerne. Why is he going back to Lucerne? You wonder. Then you notice that Bennett is now carrying only his suitcase. We should follow him. You say to Pierre, but Bennett isn't carrying the tubes any longer. And I'll bet he gave them to someone here in Vienna. We could stay and look around, Pierre suggests. The two Austrian police agents who are supposed to meet us may have some ideas on where a stolen painting can be sold in this city. So we can follow Bennett, or we can stay and work with the Austrian National Police. Hmm. I don't really see what the advantage of following Bennett is now, right?
1: Because he's the one that stole them.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't have a he doesn't have it anymore. Hmm.
1: What do you think, Kitty? Which way should we go?
0: <laughs> Behind the couch yes. apparently. <laughs>
2: um Man
0: Yeah, maybe
2: try the police?
0: The Austrian safety.
2: Yeah, sure.
1: Why not?
0: You don't sound too excited, Jen. Ugh. but You might just
1: because I'm pissed. He's getting away.
2: Hmm. I mean, if we follow him, are we, we going to end up arresting him, him and trying to we interrogate him, gave or give the
1: police the description of the short, bald guy slash Danny DeVito? Um. <laughs> Yeah, I think.
0: I mean, Bennett might lead us back to the other guys who were involved in stealing the thing, which has some value. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. And if if the Austrian police agents know where stolen painting can be sold in this city, they may be able to track it down themselves. Yeah. While we go after Bennett.
2: Right. Alright, I mean... I can get down
0: with trying to chase Bennett down for revenge. You radio your change of plans to safety headquarters, you boarding the train to Lucerne. By the time the train reaches Lucerne, it's early morning. You wander wearily, oh sorry, you wander wearily through the train station, uh, wondering where to begin your search. Bennett has disappeared. Then a woman walks up to you. Are you with the safety, she asks abruptly. Why do you ask, you reply. My name is Helga Reinhardt. I have been hired to help you out here in Lucerne. She flashes an ID card at you. Great, you say with a smile. We're searching for a Mr. Bennett. Have you heard of him? Of course, Helga replies briskly, and I can take you to him. She leads you through town to a pier. From here we must travel by boat, she says, ushering you into a speedboat.
1: Oh, God. We're gonna I'm die. Just, yeah.
0: Feeling very good about her. We right are going, now. going. I don't like to being die. on boats with people I don't know.
1: It's like Indiana Jones from the Last Crusade. Yeah. This is not gonna end well.
0: Mm-mm. Perfect. It's a. It's and
1: she's a... gonna sleep with our father.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. It's a very fast speedboat, and you're soon tying up to a dock. This is my house, Helga tells you. Follow me. She walks toward a small chalet. the Fuck, are we at her house for? It's like Mr. Bennett is like her son or something, right? Great. You just have to let kids express themselves. If that means stealing a Mona Lisa, then well, I support my son. <sighs> <laughs> I've spent two years working undercover trying to get to the bottom of the of a smuggling ring. She reports when you're safely inside the chalet i now suspect that this ring carried out of carried out the theft of the mona lisa but i do not believe they masterminded the robbery that i am sure was the work of an international terrorist group oh that gosh i completely forgot about that cuz in the, like the introduction of the story it talks about how like a terrorist group was blowing up places mm. around france and they were like, oh, the Mona Lisa went missing. That must be related to it. But oh, like, yeah. none of the things we've been doing are even like related to the terrorist group. It's true. So this might be a lead onto that.
2: Maybe we're on the right track.
0: Ten miles away on the opposite side of the lake, the smugglers have a large villa which is heavily guarded. I'll be able to take you there because I have earned their trust, she says in her nonchalant style. Well then, let's get going, you reply eagerly. The sooner we get to work, the sooner we'll recover the painting. Not so fast. You, too, need some rest. I must brief you on how you are to act once we are inside their villa, she says. Uh, hours later, you, Pierre, and Helga board the speedboat and you set across the lake. You scan the shore for the villa. When it comes into view, you decide that it is the most beautiful home in the world. Uh, then you see The three men standing on the dock with machine guns. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot how much reading this is. That's what happens when we get books that aren't for (laughs) (laughs) eight-year-olds. As your boat draws closer, one of the men lowers his gun. He hails Helga. Hello, Helga. I am sorry, but I must call the house and receive permission for your young companions to go inside with you. Helga docks the boat, (laughs) her young companions.
2: Helga brought some random tourists with her. Are they allowed to come in? (laughs) the fuck?
0: (laughs) Helga docks the boat. Then she climbs out, leans toward the men, and whispers confidentially, These two are close friends of mine. I think that we can use them. In no time, you're cleared for entrance to the villa. Once inside, you're introduced to several Spanish-speaking men. They appear to be South American. They eye you and Pierre closely and question you in heavily accented English. So, says one, looking at you and Pierre critically, you two think you can smuggle a painting through customs, do you? He sounds as though he's going to laugh. Of course, Pierre replies confidently. We are young. Nobody would suspect us of doing such a thing. guess I'm not really sure if that's true.
2: No one ever suspects young people of being criminals. <laughs> that never happens.
0: <laughs> After much negotiating, you agree to smuggle a painting to Venezuela, where you will be paid $25,000 for the job. Not bad. When you leave the house, you're carrying a long duffel bag with a secret compartment containing none other than the Mona Lisa. How did it get here? Oh, whatever. You, Helga, and Pierre climb into the speedboat and return to Helga's chalet. You're surprised to find a man waiting on Helga's dock. Who's that, you hiss? Uh, He works for the smugglers, Helga replies softly. He's here to make sure we, in the painting, get on the plane. Uh Uh-oh, says Pierre. Your mind races. Well, this is going to be tough, you say, but I have a plan. What flight are we booked on, you ask Helga. Air France... Flight 914. It leaves at 9 tonight. As all four of you walk from the dock to Helga's chalet, you shove the painting at Helga. Here, you take this. I'm going to grab some sleep. Helga looks surprised at your abrupt tone, but the man who was waiting at the dock smiles. He seems to approve of your attitude toward Helga. Pierre looks confused. You march purposely into the house, snatch up your pack, and er, and quickly climb the stairs. When you come downstairs an hour later, the others are sitting around the kitchen table, eating. You join them. At six o'clock, the four of you are speeding across the water, heading for a point on shore where the man's car is parked. From there, you will drive to the airport and board flight 914. The customs officials did not even look twice at you, the man says in amazement as he sits down next to you. While I was searched thoroughly, Helga made the right choice when she picked you. You're less than an hour into your flight when the stewardess comes by and offers you a soft drink. When she passes it to you, she gives you a quick wink. There's a note written inside the napkin she hands you. It reads simply, All set. Pilot will land in Paris. Ten minutes later, the pilot announces that the plane is experiencing engine trouble and an emergency landing will be made in Paris. The man next to you looks uneasy but you calm him down. The plane lands and everyone is ordered off. As you walk off the plane with Pierre, Helga, and the man (agents from the safety) surround you and the place, and surround you and place the man in handcuffs. Pierre and Helga look at you. Then Pierre says, "You didn't sleep. You radioed the safety." <laughs> I like how the, the the twist or like that gets gets revealed as something that we did that we don't know about. As the right? Of
2: <laughs> the story is told in first person and there's <laughs> still a twist based upon our actions. <laughs> like, what the fuck?
0: The smugglers in Lucerne are arrested, as is a group of terrorists in Vienna. That's very convenient. In France, you're a national hero. You can't even walk down the street without people calling to you and congratulating you. The end.
1: Yay! We got the painting and we caught Damn. the bad guys.
0: Woo-hoo. So, although we did some hemming and homming with some of those uh, decisions, we actually went exactly the right way all in one go.
2: Right. All we needed
0: was Jen here. <laughs> <laughs> it took two episodes, but we did it. Yay! Woo-hoo. Um, Since I'd like to end on a high note, and we've already been going for a little while, I don't see any real need to go through more endings on this story. I feel like
2: we found the best one.
1: I think yeah. that is the best one.
0: Well, thank you, Jay. <laughs> oh God! Yes, thank you for your good juju. You're welcome. It's those lady smarts. We don't have those, Eric. Right?
2: We uh we missed out on the solid <laughs> decision making skills. You
1: know why? Because that stuff goes into the chest hair. <laughs>
0: The intelligence? Yeah. So the hairier you are, the dumber you are?
1: Well, I mean, the hairier you are, the more testosterone, right? Like, Mm. flip that. The more testosterone, the more more hairy. So, I don't know. Dumb Mm. muscle men.
0: That's something to think (laughs) about listeners. Well... If you have lots of chest hair, tell us on Facebook at facebook.com slash G-Y-O-W podcast. And then Jen will get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it'll be me or Eric. Who yeah, who knows?
1: Has the chest hair can appeal to anyone, not just me.
2: I'm not, I'm not into chest hair. Even if there were boobs under the chest hair, I'm not
0: into it. <laughs> that would be even worse than just chest hair by itself. <laughs>
1: I'm totally, I'm totally picturing that right now,
0: I am too I'm it's scaring
1: me. It's like that's just a gorilla.
0: So if you were horrified by that image in your mind, tell us on Twitter at go your own way pod and Eric will probably get back to you. I will not yep
2: That's right. I'm waiting waiting for
0: it. He's waiting for you. Uh, let's see. We're on iTunes as well. You know what to do. And what else do we do? That's it. <laughs> we have the book as well on the Kindle store. Search for Dances with Sasquatch. It's six stories like the one you just heard, except it's one, one's written by us, um, Eric and I and two other friends of the show. That's pretty awesome. So go check that out. And that's it for now, until next week, when we go another way. For more original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news, visit overmental.com. Thanks for listening.